0: I preach the gospel, I follow the apostles, you follow Pentecostals You're not reformed, so that's a risk I believe the five points like an asterisk I repent, but you're in sin still I spit rhymes and Fernando does a windmill Here we go, welcome to another episode of SolarCast It's your man, Pastor Chris Hernandez, and here I got my boy Jimmy, hey, what's going on, Jimmy? I switched that up a little bit, didn't you I? You did. It's a, it's a little strange, but we will get used to it, man. We will get used to, <laughs> to it. To it off a little bit, yeah. How you doing, Pastor Chris? Doing well, man. Just uh here. on a, man. We're recording late this week, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just getting the last minute in. Yeah,
1: it was a busy weekend uh, for me. I I uh, I, I got like twenty nine thousand steps on Saturday, uh, cutting the grass and getting my yard looking right. There you go. Um, you know, and still got a lot of things to do in the house. There's still books to unpack. <laughs> but I'll get to it eventually. It's it start, it's it's start starting to look up. With that, we went into, you know, um, yesterday was uh, Resurrection Sunday. Right. Right. So we got together. We celebrated. Um, you know, we had a, our church service uh, was at a, a different place, a community center. And um, after that, we got into a little uh, competitive basketball game. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've played like that in years, bro.
1: Well, bro. you know, it's I used to play a lot, yeah. right? But man, I'm getting old and, you know, just I, I Really, basketball takes some
0: practice. And some of the brothers that t- usually talk a lot of noise you left early, and mm-hmm. you know didn't get on the. When he hears you know, this, <laughs> it was Pastor Chris <laughs> that said that, not me. Well, but but uh, you know, it, I have a feeling we'll be playing a lot more basketball there in the future, though. All well,
1: right, yeah. it'd be good, man. It was a nice, it was a nice place, and yeah. we had a good uh, Sunday. But afterwards, I asked you, hey, yeah. we still recording tonight? We are right. both, we yeah. yeah.
0: I was kind of glad you said let's. Yeah, I let's I mean, wait Easter, especially for I mean, people that are pastors out there know. And church planners out there, know, or Even just regular yeah. pastors that not even church planners know that Easter is just it knocks it knocks you out, man. There's yeah. just so much to do, it's so much to get done, yeah.
1: man. I, I I slept. I never sleep for very long. long. I, at the most, I usually sleep is like five hours. I don't know why that is, but it's been like that for years for me. And, but last night I got seven and a half hours of sleep. I nice. couldn't believe it. And the, and the fact is, I was just. Tired over the over the two days that we had uh, done all that we did, but yeah, you know, right. it was it was good. Something you
0: know, I woke up this morning thinking, "Man, I can't believe I slept seven and a half hours." you talk about uh, cutting the grass. You know, when you're a homeowner, when you're a new homeowner, you look forward. to it. I mean, it's exciting. You get out there, and you cut the grass. But once you're like five years in, like me, you just find <laughs> a kid to pay him twenty bucks. <laughs> the, I, I mean, remember those days. I wanted yeah. to cut my own grass, but now I'm like, "Hey, anybody want to come cut?" It? I,
1: I I don't know. You know, I, here's here's the thing about that though. Is in the backyard it seems like there was a lot of these big long these big tall weeds that were back there yeah. and I, I just figured if I if I hired somebody because I thought about hiring somebody it was overgrown I thought right. if I hire somebody are they going to take care of those weeds or are they just going to cut them down yeah
0: you never know yeah, yeah. and
1: I, I don't want that to happen so I, I thought I'd do this first one on my own and you know what I had a good time doing it I felt good at the end of the day I it does man I'm just, just
0: giving you a hard time but it does it feels you know. good when you work on your own spot yeah you know. I
1: sat down I sat down and I looked at the in a little lawn chair sitting out the the backyard. I thought, hey, I you know, did pretty good today. Yeah. Man. I got some work in. And cool,
0: so, man. yeah. Yeah, but we had a good time on Friday night, too. This is our first Good Friday service that we've had. Oh, uh, yeah. As a church plant. And, uh, you know, it was, we had a great time there. And then afterwards, we got a chance to go evangelize. Yeah. Yeah. The bridge,
1: man. I, oh, yeah. man, I, I forget how much I miss evangelizing. The, the weather's kept us from it. You know, I'll evangelize if God opens the door. I'll talk to somebody just wherever. But when we purposely go to the bridge or anywhere,
0: right. um,
1: we make a plan, we execute, we go out there, we do what we're going to do. We put that um, that sign. I've got the banner. It's got the riddle. You know, uh, the man who made it. I shouldn't even tell it on right yeah, here because yeah, if yeah. Somebody, comes, gonna, yeah. somebody comes, somebody comes <laughs> across. And I'm not going to. I'm not, not going to share that with you. You guys, guys. Got to come out to the bridge next time we do it, so you can see what we do. But that riddle slows people down just enough for us to, to talk to them, and and it was awesome. And I talked to a ton of people that night, and I, you know, I so enjoy sharing the gospel with with people. And there's a lot of times. I the last conversation I had with uh, with a couple. They kept me there for quite a while. My feet were killing me, but she kept asking me questions yeah. uh, from a Catholic perspective. She was asking me questions, and it was it was a good conversation. At the end, I shook her hand and you know just asked her to think about the things we talked about.
0: Yeah, you were taking so long. Me and Dylan were thinking that you went to uh, some Armenian ways, and you were just trying <laughs> to persuade. You know, <laughs> we were like, bro, you know, it's the Holy Spirit, man. You know, man, we're just casting seeds, brother. <laughs> when you say that, we're gonna get, we're gonna get okay. When, um, I'm playing now But hey man God took care of me With my phone That, that night Yeah
1: So yeah, yeah That was I, took,
0: I took off to go Take one of the brothers home And I was going to meet y'all Back at the bridge Right And I had to park so far That I, I saw one of these You know here in Dallas We got these little scooters Motorized scooters You probably got them In some other big cities too but you got these motorized scooters that you kind of you pay uh, to ride. So I took my phone. I found one on the side of the road, and I I was like, man, I'm not gonna walk all the way to the bridge. Let me let me use one of these scooters. And I took my phone out to to, to scan, you know, the barcode, take a picture, and, and rent it for a while. Um, and then I got to you guys. You guys saw saw me rolling up on the scooter. I got there, and then as we were evangelizing, we're just there, and then you get a call on yeah, your phone, like, and it's this the, it's the it Dallas was, Police. <laughs> yeah. It was a cop
1: that had yeah. called me, and yeah. I'm, it's Chris Hernandez on my on my phone. And I look up and I said. But Chris is right there. Yeah, <laughs> how's he calling me? So I answered the phone, and, and you know, it's a police officer saying that somebody turned in your phone. Right. And I was like, uh, "Well, I'm in the middle of talking to somebody," so I handed the, my phone off to Chris, and he took off
0: with my phone. Yeah, I must have dropped it on the on the scooter ride. Yeah. I was having too much fun. Was,
1: yeah, so somebody so turned God it was in. looking out for me, <laughs> man. You know,
0: that's, that's an expensive phone, there. You know how yeah. phones can get, man. But you know, and yeah. that just goes to show you, man. You know, uh, the police sometimes get a bad rap, man. But there's some good cops out there. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah there. This dude was a nice, nice man. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool yeah, man. but you know um
1: i think we're going to talk about it right now uh, as we shift right yesterday right. we had a great day uh fellowshipping and we were able to celebrate resurrection sunday but uh and we had a we had a plan for what we were going to talk about today right and so uh those guys you guys out there that are listening to solarcast right now you know you're, get, you're about to get something that we uh, normally we plan a little bit we research a little bit about the topic that we're going to talk about, and we did have a subject that we we're going to talk about. We're going to save for another day, yeah. Because we wanted to shift.
0: Yeah, there's some. There was uh, some big news over the weekend, especially yeah. for for Christians. Uh, I got wind of this. Uh, now you you were telling me that you just heard about this this morning, yeah. right? Yeah. So
1: yeah, I was I was driving into work. I called my mom. And you know, while I'm driving, sometimes I like to talk to my mom, tell right. her you know, tell her what's going on, or updates, and she started telling me about the 290 people that were killed in Sri Lanka, right. In churches, the bombings that that had happened, and uh, I was a little, I didn't know it happened, right? Right. As soon as I got to work, I I pulled it up um, online to see, you know, uh, what I had missed. I I hadn't watched any news yesterday. I didn't really get a chance to see it, so I was a little bit taken aback.
0: Yeah, when I was getting ready for church yesterday morning, I I kind of saw some things coming across, you know, the phone. And uh, at that time, I want to say it was maybe 120, it was a death toll. And when I saw that, I was mad, like, "Wow, you know, yeah, that's, that's just right. that's terrible." And then I find out today, you know that that went up, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what we wanted to to shift on. We, again, like you said, we had a subject we we're going to talk about, but we can get to that next week, right? right. So we wanted to talk about this whole idea of, of persecution, right? So you know, the Bible talks a lot about about the Christian and persecution. So we wanted to. Take this time since this event happened over the weekend. We wanted to take some time to go ahead and just touch on that and what the Bible says right. about Christianity and persecution. Before we do, do you got some some notes about the weekend and what happened, the whole well, event or anything? I I just wanted to go. You know,
1: as soon as I saw it, I'm thinking, okay, what is what is? I've heard of Sri Lanka, but I never really looked at where it's at. It turns out it's an island country, mm-hmm. um, off the off the southeast coast of India, and so it's in the in the Indian Ocean. And there's I of course I'm interested to know. What's the religious makeup of a place like that? And it is seventy percent Buddhist, wow. and um, Muslims make up ten percent uh, of the religious population, and uh, Christian is the is the smallest uh, set at seven percent. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't and, know that. Yeah, yeah. So so very small population of Christians on that island country, and so when I start looking at you know some of the some of the tweets and some of the things that come across, I, I right. thought, uh, I'm sorry, but for only 7%, if you're going to say, you know, multi... We can get into that in a minute, multi-religious aspects, multi-this, right. that, and the other. It really seems like it's predominantly Buddhist. In fact, when I was reading about it, uh, one of the the politics things that is happening over there is that one of the parties over there, it's a, it, this is actually a democratic socialist republic. The, the, the full title of Sri Lanka. Their full title is Democratic Socialist Republic of Sri Lanka. Hmm. Which and I looked at okay, so they got a democracy of some sort, and they're voting. They have the parties, and they're going to be you know voting on uh, this and that. One of the parties is pushing and saying, "If you're not Buddhist, to be Sri Lankan is to be Buddhist."
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, that's kind of the motto of their of their right. party platform, or whatever. To be Buddhist is to be Sri Lankan, or to be Sri Lankan is to be Buddhist. And so, uh, just looking at that, that's that's kind of the the, the culture that's out there. Right. So. You know, to me, when I look at the fact, and we, we discussed this a little bit before we started recording, you know, what's the makeup of uh, Christianity? So, uh, that each of those Christians, 80% uh, are of the Catholic faith. Hmm. And a little bit, we talked about that, and I said, you know what, Well, how does that play in? Because we're not Catholics. Right. And, and so, you know, how does that come across? But you made a great point when you said, well, you know, those that attack mm-hmm. don't really look deep into our theology. They see Christians right. as Christians as Christians. Right. And so they're not looking deep into that. They
0: just want to uh, hurt the Christian. Right. someone says they serve Jesus Christ or someone says they claim to be a Christian, then th- that's the enemy. You know, anybody that says they're a Christian, that's the enemy. Right?
1: Yeah. So. And so I, it, was, it was interesting to see um, just kind of the, the religious makeup of that. And so then for the target to be Christians. Now, see, here's the thing. That, and I know I, I discussed this with you a little bit before, but, you know, when we talk about this, what about Christchurch that happened not long ago right. which which uh, targeted the the mosques and in new zealand, zealand. Uh, and well, the difference I think is in that we had some kind of crazy guy going in there with a right. Facebook liveing the whole thing and 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 going in he it was a, motivated
0: by hate, but it was a different type of hate it wasn 't necessarily yeah. the religious hate it was it was a hate yeah. and, uh, Based off of racism or maybe even yeah. a particular ideology, yeah. but it wasn't necessarily uh, a hate because of the God that they serve. Right. And what we're seeing, what we see uh, that happens a lot to to a lot of churches, especially around uh, around the world, not necessarily as many here in the country. And we're going to get to that here in a second. But what we see when we see Christians or church, Christian churches attacked around the world, it, it's not necessarily just because of a, a bland hatred. It, it is a specific targeted hatred. They hate. Christianity they hate the fact that these people worship the God of the scriptures right even if they don't understand how the whole theology works out some some are Catholic some are not they see it all as one right, right. it's just it's just all one I, th- I
1: think that's a good point when I look at what happened here it happened yesterday right. it happened. On Resurrection Sunday, right? It happened on a day when we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. This is, to me, even more egregious. You chose a day when you knew more people would be visiting the church, so you're not just targeting uh, Christians, but uh, you want to show in doing this on that day, on this particular day, you're showing. Hey, you know, I know that there's some uh, what we call creasters or or you know Christmas and Easter only, and sometimes we expect that that you know these there's going to be some. People show up that don't normally show up to church, and what you're doing is say, "Hey, if you show up on this one day, we're going to bomb you." Right, right. It it puts that fear in those persons that only come twice a year the opportunity to maybe share the gospel with those guys on those particular days. Something we gear up for. We want to share the gospel with those that only show up on Easter, Mother's Day, or uh, Christmas. And we've talked about that before, but. That really got me that they would be so bold as to on Easter Sunday on Resurrection Sunday right. show up with bombs suicide bombers in these churches to kill as many people as they did.
0: Right. Add to that, you know, just the way that, that the news is being shared uh, regarding this whole issue, so when you when you look at you spoke of the issue that came out uh, a couple of weeks was it a couple of weeks ago or months ago with Yuzima? month ago, it was yeah, yeah. a month ago or so. Uh, it seemed like nah, it seemed like it was just yesterday too. Right. Yeah, it it's doesn't crazy. seem that like long yeah. ago. So when, when when you look at that issue, I mean it was it, it was pretty clear that this was a mosque. There, these yeah. were Muslims, right? And then, oh yeah. And then when you see the uh, the news and the way that this issue, this Sri Lanka issue, is discussed in the news in or trade it's a lot different, man. You know, yeah. people are, don't want to say this is a Christian church. They yeah. don't want to say. Uh, so the big thing over the weekend was uh, President Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, some of the others were were tweeting out their condolences to those Easter worshipers, right? That was the that yeah. was the deal. I think, yeah, the tweet pulled Let, out let,
1: there, let me yeah. Let me read a couple of their tweets because yeah. I thought it was interesting. So uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, this is what she said. On this holy weekend for many faiths, we must stand united against hatred and violence. I'm praying for everyone affected by today's horrific attacks on Easter worshippers and travelers in Sri Lanka. Here's Barack Obama. The attacks on tourists and Easter worshippers in Sri Lanka are an attack on humanity. On a day devoted to love, redemption, and renewal, we pray for the victims and stand with the people
0: of Sri Lanka. And
1: see, here's
0: yeah, somebody got the memo. <laughs> well, yeah, talking you know, points. It's, it's yeah. like it's yeah. they're
1: both saying the same yeah, kind of thing, exactly. and, and the thing that he's he calls it an attack on humanity, yeah. but to me, I'm sitting here going, "This is attack. This is an attack on our on our faith, on our right. Christian faith." Right. But nobody wants to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 so easy for people to say Islamophobia. Right. Right or this is the thing they're they're, right. targ- they're targeting the Muslims because they're right. Islamophobes.
0: It's you know? a move to paint Muslims and, and so forth. It's a move to paint them as you know big victims of the whole thing. Yeah, and Christians, uh, well, you know they've been in power for so long. If it happens to them, it happens to them. Type thing. It is just it, they want to minimize the fact that this happened to Christians. That's why you see Easter worshipers, You don't see Christians in there. You know we want to steer the conversation away yeah. from from these. Christians being persecuted because we don't want that news to get out. You know, that's not the news that we want to share, that Christians are being persecuted. So I think to me, that just kind of adds insult to injury to the whole thing. Right. I might get some pushback or some people take an issue with me touching on this. In this episode, but I'm just going to reach back and touch on something really really quick pertaining to the whole social justice thing, right? So uh, a lot of times we get into the whole, these are my people. I'm Latino, you're Latino. And when things happen to our people, you know, it it does affect us, right? Because, you know, if if, if something happens to Latinos, let's let's be real. It it, kind of does affect us, right? Sure. And, and, uh, you know, everybody likes to say these are my people, uh, whether you're African-American, Latino, or white, these are my people. But, man, when it really comes to it, man, these Christians are our people. Yes. You know, believers are people. Now, I don't know the the personal faith of everyone that passed away. I don't know if there are true believers caught up in, you know, false religion. I'm not here to to say anything like that. Regardless is, people were attacking Christians or people they assumed they were Christians. And if anything is going to affect me as a believer, even more than you attacking someone from my race, it's going to be you attacking a fellow Christian because this is a fellow brother and sister in Christ. Right. This means more. This is family to me. This means more than ethnicity to me, because fellow believers, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ are going to be the ones I'm going to be spending eternity with.
1: I think, and and you know what, there's others that share our opinion on this, because uh, I'm reading this uh, tweet from someone named Carol Markowitz, Mm -hmm. at K-A-R-O-L. And this is what she says, Easter worshipers, in quotes, (laughs) Easter worshipers makes no sense. The Pittsburgh shooting wasn't Shabbat celebrators. And the New Zealand shooting wasn't Friday prayer adherence.
0: Right.
1: And she's making a point. She's Mm. making a real good point there. Why why is it that when it comes to Christianity, does it become a generic kind of thing? And Hillary Clinton can just say, people of all faiths. Right. Um, And so it's like nobody wants to touch on the fact that we believe in something. We believe in the truth. Uh, When Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, I believed him. Right. I read that in uh, John 14, 6, and I said, wow, this is this is amazing to me, what Jesus will put down. And you know what? He said this. He said, if the world hates you, remember it hated me first. Right. And this is the thing. This hatred is so specific to the Christians, yet the world wants to make it so generic, it's not really a thing even. Right. And, and so when I, yeah, I the same thing. And there's another one here uh, that says, what the heck is an Easter worshiper? <laughs> the term that these people are going to such painfully it's... ludicrous lengths to avoid using is Christian. Uh, that's from
0: a, a, a Brittany Pettybone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're, they're going through painful lengths to, to avoid using the word Christian. And, and you know what? I kind of want to say this, though. It's, it's frustrating. I mean, it's frustrating that they would, the way they talk about this, the way they, they add insult so to injury by uh, not wanting to mention Christians and so forth. But it's not like it's not to be expected. This is to be expected right. for the believer. Right. And I, you touched on a scripture. I'm just going to go ahead and read it uh, in John chapter 15, verse 18. And it says this, If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the world that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. And that's Christ speaking. And he's saying that, look, I was persecuted. I was hated. If you are a follower of me, you are going to be persecuted. You are going to be hated. So, I mean, I know we're talking about, man, you know, the, they're not giving us a break. The media's, you know, piling it on. And, and again, it's frustrating as a Christian to see this and to hear this. But you know what? It, it is to be expected. Right. We shouldn't really uh, you'd be surprised by any of this because this is... Was spoken by Christ in the first century. We're going to be hated if you are a believer. If you are a child of God, the world is going to hate you. And this kind of leads us to a different road here. A lot of Christians want to be loved by the world. A lot of Christians want to be accepted by the world. Right? You know, hey, get over that. The world is never going to accept you. Now, they might accept your version of Christianity if you're watering it down or if you're, you know, uh, um, you know, you're wishy washy. But if you're standing for the truth, especially the truth of the Scripture, the truth of God's Word you're going to be persecuted and
1: hated. You know what? And I'm going to reiterate. I'm going to dig a little deeper into that with just another verse. Mm -hmm. 2 Timothy 3.12 says this. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. It isn't an if might be persecuted. It's a will be persecuted. And this is the thing. What persecution looks like here and in Sri Lanka might be two different things. But... I guarantee you that you stand on the word of God and you stand for something uh, beyond, like you said, wanting to be loved by the world, wanting, wanting to be looked at with, with some kind of uh, admiration mm-hmm. uh, by the world is, is something that we shrink away from. And we say, you know what? I, I would rather tell the truth. Right. And as, as, as a matter of fact, on, on, on Friday night when we were out there evangelizing, this was one of, my, one of my things. I come out here because I care about people and I want them to come to know Jesus Christ. The fact is, I don't know who's going to throw a rock at me. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't know who might just reach out and slap me, right? Um, I've discussed that before. There's been times I've thought, okay, this is getting out of hand. And I've had people yell at me. I've had people all around me kind of surround me, start start yelling at me, this and that and the other. Right. Uh, it's never gotten so bad as any kind of punches being thrown or anything. Right. Nobody's ever thrown anything at me. But I have seen... Um, you know video there's a guy you know i admire ray comfort for what he's done right. uh for you know open air preaching uh, out there witnessing uh, street witnessing what he's done to to get many people to start doing something like that ray comfort was actually uh, spit at out there in uh, in the open air in the out there preaching and so people will hate you if you speak the truth they will persecute you if you stand on the truth of god's word and proclaim it as we should as Christians, as we should be preaching His name, the truth of the gospel. If we're if we're true, faithful to that, we will be persecuted. Right. When I look at at um, Matthew five forty four, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Right. When Jesus is saying there, and when He says turn the other cheek, a lot of people have a problem with that. Yeah. Right. When you get slapped on one cheek, what offer the other one up? Right. That seems a little strange to the yeah. natural man, yeah. right? But for us, we know if Jesus was on the cross saying, "Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do." As Christians, we try to emulate Christ, and we try to look at others and what they what they're doing to us, and saying, "Lord, take them now." Why can Why can we do something like that? I, I think um, this is Daryl Harrison who we enjoy right. listening to. He's got a just, the Just Thinking podcast. Him and Virgil Walker do that podcast. He tweeted out something today I thought was interesting because if we, as Christians, when we view things from this perspective, we don't die without hope. Listen to what he says. This is his tweet today. I pity Islamic terrorists who, by bombing and burning Christian houses of worship and murdering hundreds of Christians in the process, think they are somehow doing damage to Christianity and its followers in doing so. They are not doing us harm, but are merely merely sending us home. Hmm. And I think I think that's important. And you know what that brings me to? I, I start to think about the martyrs at this point. Right. You know, one of the one of the big things that that solidified my faith um, when I became a Christian. I, I started studying like like a Berean man. I started uh, scouring the scriptures for what truths it would give me, and I came across. Uh, An article at one point uh, that told me about how the disciples, each one or the apostles, they became the apostles, how each one of them died as martyrs for the faith. John was the only disciple, the only apostle that did not die as a martyr. Yet he was boiled in oil for his faith. That's well. you think about that boiled in oil. And I say that like it's light or something. But he he was he was persecuted for his faith. But here's the one that always got me, Andrew. I hear his story. Andrew was quoted as saying as he, was, as he was being dragged to his cross where he would be crucified. He was quoted as saying, oh, how I've waited for this day.
0: Right.
1: This is the view that we should have. Mm-hmm. As Christians, we have a hope beyond the grave. Right. We, we, this isn't it for us. You you bomb my church, you kill my, my congregation, we're in heaven. Right. To be
0: absent with the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And so yeah, for- not not only the, the apostles, Christians throughout century. You yeah. Know, the church has been built on the back yeah. of people who have shed blood for the faith right and and we're seeing it up into this very day people are shedding blood for the christian faith and you know again it's nothing to be surprised about it's something to be expected and the fact that it's hard for us to grasp that i think is because of where we live you know we live in the west we live in america uh we're accustomed to to comfortable christianity and i think this speaks a lot too about the message that we send right so uh, you know, the the American message, you know, we watched a couple of months ago, we watched that movie American Gospel. Right. And it is so true. The gospel that we preach here, it's foreign to other people in the world, right? Because right. the gospel that we preach is a, is a comfortable message. It's a message that says, you know, come to Christ. And, you know, yesterday was Easter Sunday, man. And I, I saw so many, you know, Facebook advertisements and Twitter advertisements about, man, all kind of fluffy services that were going to go on, man. Right. You know, come to, come to Easter service. It's going to... You know, I just got something about the person's got to pump somebody up to a Lord's Day service, right? But for Easter, you got to pump people up and get excited and come to this. Now, there's nothing wrong with rejoicing. We did that yesterday at our church. You know, we rejoice in the resurrection. But, you know, it just seemed like, you know, it was this come and meet the Easter bunny. Come and bring your kids for uh, Easter egg hunts. And that's the message that we're portraying in Christianity is here in America. So it's no wonder why we don't understand persecution. We're having Easter bunnies on our Sunday morning services. People across the world are getting killed. We don't. We just don't understand persecution here.
1: Right. You know, it's it's funny because I was. You got me thinking about uh, you know Friday night uh, when we had a Good Friday service, and you had me do some readings, right? And when I went up there to go do these, and there was a lot of them. When I yeah. saw the program, I thought, "Wow, there's quite a few readings here." But I saw the thread. Right, we're talking about what happened right. to Christ on on the night he was betrayed, all the way to taking him to crucifixion. And I, I got to tell you, at the, at the point where they where they were slapping him and spitting on him, I was affected up there in front of the congregation reading right. those scriptures. I was I was moved by the reading that we were doing that night. And then Sunday morning came, and and you had me do one more reading, mm-hmm. and that one more reading kind of just closed right. off that whole thing. It was just like, why are you looking for the, the living, living among, among the dead? dead? Yeah. Why are you here looking for the living among the dead? He told you he would rise again. And, and and there was hope, right. and it was like okay. All that reading I did on Friday night brings me to this point, and I can say I have a hope beyond the grave because Christ has risen from the dead. Right. And so, just looking back at, at what someone would try to do to the Christian faith, what do you think you're doing? Right. What do you think you're doing when you persecute? those Christians and you know maybe you know we just get on this this little platform here that we're talking on this mic and we're talking about these, these certain things but there's a passion from both me and you Pastor Chris right. when it comes to a, a subject like this because we look at it and we see you know we see the world the way the world sees us mm-hmm. the world sees us uh, you know as all oh, those stuffy Christian guys right like they think they know all this and they think they know all that right, right? but you know what I want people to come to know Christ right. because He has saved me, and I want others to come to know that saving grace so that they can come and rejoice within the fellowship that that we have. Right. And and so I, I don't know. I, I look at I look at what happened yesterday as an attack on Christianity in general, not just a you know. Look at all the faiths that are here, and, and right. it's you know, the generalization of it all.
0: To go touch on the scripture that, that you were going to, Luke chapter 6, verse 22, "...blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and revile you, and spurn your name as evil." On account of the son of man but listen right. to this rejoice in that day and leap for your joy for behold your reward is great in heaven for so their fathers did to the prophets right. you know just as we see in the old testament the yeah. prophets were, were spurned they were persecuted they were hated on christ says this is going to happen to you right. you know but but rejoice don't lose hope rejoice in the fact that your reward is going to be great in heaven again th- this 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 whole thing about persecution it's, it's something that That comes with the territory as being a believer. Right. But you know what? Rejoice. Rejoice for great is your reward in heaven. Yeah. 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 Let
1: me read a quote from uh, Tim Challies. I found this on one of his sites. As I was doing some research here, he had an article about this. But he says this, Christian, you must expect to be hated today for the same reason. Your goodness unmasks the badness of the unbelievers around you. Your light illuminates their darkness. Your truth exposes their error. Your holiness declares their depravity. Your life stands in judgment of them. It con- convicts them of their guilt. It shows them who God expects them to be. And all of this is true, even though you are so far from perfect, even though so much of the old man remains. And Tim Challies uh, kind of hit me hard when I read that because I know that I'm far from from perfect and I hope I don't put myself out there as somebody that's, you know, got it all together. But there's a difference, you know, I... Uh, Lately, you know, my my one of the reasons I bought the house is so that my oldest daughter could come and live with me, and uh, I could help her out with some things, and, and I I want to be part. I wanted her to be back with the family, right? She's kind of she's she was kind of living on her own uh, in, in the Dallas area, and last night she said something to me as I was uh, okay, done with the weekend, tired, sit back. She says, "Daddy, it's like you're an established person now. You got your own home, you got this, and you got that." And all I wanted to see is. The goodness of God in that and how God has taken care of me through me being faithful to him and, and, and expounding his word and, and, and just, you know, being faithful to his word. I want to be that example to my daughter so she can see that this is this is what uh, even with so much of the old man remaining, me, she sees a light that's happening here. Now, she's my oldest, so she saw some of the badness. <laughs> yeah. Right. So now she can see something that's different. Just touching on what Tim Chalice is saying here. You know what? even even though I'm f- far from perfect, others can see and say there's light there, right. and that's why the world hates us is because they see the goodness that God has given to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't take away my joy in Christ. you can't take away my hope in Christ, not even with a bomb huh. not even uh with a suicide, but not even if you walk in with a gun and and you remember the guy that uh that walked into that church in South Carolina, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and just you know, shout out all the people that were there, having like a Wednesday night Bible study, right. and to look at something like that and think, you know, that could possibly happen. But we as Christians have a hope again—a hope beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. It isn't like they can stop us, no. right? And so this—I is... mean, you
0: look at man, just look at biblical history. So many times the people of God—they've tried to wipe the people of God off the map, right? Right. right. They—they've brought them into captivity. They tried to, you know, make them mingle and mix their race and so forth. Yeah. But yet, as God promised Abraham, your descendants will be as numerous as the sand. Yeah. And we look today and... His descendants in Christ are as numerous as the sand. There are yeah. so many believers around the world. Right. That you can't stop it. No matter what you do, right. no, matter, no matter what the enemy tries to do to the church, the enemy's plans will not to seize. As Christ says, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of God.
1: Right. right. I just the other day I was reading about, about this and I thought it was interesting. At one point in the book of Acts, when you read the book of Acts, you get to a place where uh, they they go to this teacher, Gamaliel, who uh, Paul, the apostle Paul, who he was taught under. And they asked him, hey, what are we going to do about this sect called the Way? Right. And he said, you know what? If it's of God, you can't stop it. But if it's not of God, it'll fade away. Right. Right. And, and there was 12 disciples that went out and started to spread Christianity to mm-hmm. the ends of the earth. Right. And, lo, I'm with you always. Christ is always with us right. as we spread, As we keep on spreading the gospel. Right. And it it can't stop. The word of God is going to go and do what it is supposed to do. It that's will right. not come back void. It will go and accomplish what it will, and you cannot stop Christianity, not even with a bomb. That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, man. So I think we just, you know, we just wanted to get on this mic, man, and touch on that, you yeah. know, because it was a big issue yesterday. But, you know, just just know out there that God, as Christ said, you know, I, I will be with you always, even to the ends of the earth. So right. he he's going to be with you if you're out there and you're, uh, you know, maybe you're not being persecuted. Uh, the way some of the, these other people around the world are being persecuted. But if you're being persecuted for your faith in a different way, maybe you're being shunned by your family, maybe you're, I mean, wives shunned by their husband and so forth. that That's, that's a form of persecution right. because they're wanting to serve the Lord. Just remember that, you know, this is to be expected. If God before you, who can be against you? You know, he has left us his great comforter to help us in these times, to help us in these moments. When we suffer, remember, there is a hope to be had. Right. You know, it's a great yeah. reward. Yeah, that's good. So, you know, make sure you guys share share this episode, share the, the podcast, let people know that we're out there. Uh, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at the Sol, uh, at Sola underscore cast. Oh, I always get that message. <laughs> the, the website, the, the is, website is the website is the website is the Sola Yeah, And then, uh, at Twitter, I'm at Los Jimmy and I'm at C Hernandez 214. Also, if you're in the Dallas area, come check us out at 1819 Singleton Boulevard. Well, you're welcome to come uh, worship. With us again, and uh, visit the website. If you got any questions, you, or how about this? If you got a topic you'd like us to touch on, go ahead oh, and yeah. send us. Yeah, send us. Yeah, we know.
1: were we were uh, discussing yeah. some of that. We thought uh, there's a thing we wanted to discuss, but you know, we we didn't think the the listeners would like it so much. <laughs> yeah. So we, why don't we put that to a vote? Why don't right. we see if they'll uh, they'll respond? Yeah, to we'll us do a see. Twitter poll or something. Yeah. <laughs> a Twitter poll, throw a yeah, Twitter or poll or out. A Facebook poll or
0: something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. But anyway, I appreciate you guys listening to us. But until next time, let's get to the meat. Let's do it. Okay. I just made this beat right now. I'm MC Goya. Okay, listen. Hey, I'm on the ground like El Chapo, in a tunnel, eating about 12 tacos. I'll put you in a box like a gato, Punchline stay in my mouth like Mr. Saco. Jay thinks he runs Christian hip-hop, he wears white socks when he wears his flip-flops. And he looks like Shook Knight. I put him in a chokehold and say goodnight. It's not music, but clothes that he started. I can find better shirts in a flea market. Okay, Google, who's the best rapper? Goya, rapping graces, full of slack.